0: First question that's on my mind and why I was so compelled to bring you in and chat with us today, especially amongst many other things, but social media. We are all kind of facing the reality that like it's essential, but do you feel like it's totally an essential thing for us to get involved with to use as independent music artists.
1: Uh, Personally, yes. Uh-huh. I do. I do. Um, that's not to say that you can have a successful career without it. I'm I'm sure people have and um can do well without it, but I definitely think it's just such a an obvious tool. I mean, you'd pay so much money to get, you know, your new upcoming music or album single whatever on the tube underground or the subway or whatever it is you can do that on social media in various ways for free <laughs> largely um so it's re it's a self-promotional tool I know that some people really don't like it I know that you kind of have to swallow some of your pride or it can be cringy and awkward I feel that every time I post anything Um, But I do think it's super, super, super valuable, uh, especially if you're like unsigned and you're just trying to get yourself out there more. It's it's been invaluable for me personally. So, yeah
0: i know and it's so empowering like it gives you all of the power in terms of connecting direct to your audience and i think the thing i admire the most about what you do on social media is the depth of fan base like people really care people really want to see you do well and support you and have been with you i would say for many years we we first connected via snapchat right and that was really popping off at the time it was like 2016 and we connected that way and you had built a following there what had you like how did you end up starting to use snapchat starting to sing on that what tell me the origins of that
1: i can barely remember but i know that at the time in ireland anyway i don't know how many of you are irish um it sounds like bell isn't anyway (laughs) Um, but uh, i know that in ireland at the time like a good few years ago um Snapchat was just like really big and yeah. was very much used in a sort of a YouTuber like vlog your day way. Yes. Um. So I honestly started before posting any music things whatsoever. I was mostly just posting like as if it'd be like now posting on your story and talking about what you're doing for the day. Mm-hmm. I kind of just started doing that and being myself and being very sarcastic and like complaining a lot about like silly things you know if if it was raining or if the tube was late i'd like over exaggerate it was just a a fun little sarcastic y, complainy bit and yeah like i said snapchat was just like a really big thing so i just kind of happened to start doing that at a time when people started to follow particular people and what and you know check in on them kind of every day yeah. So that was kind of useful and then I sort of used it to um you know I would sing on it and I this was before I had any music out there and really it was building up a a small but very loyal fan base on Snapchat that really allowed me to take the risk to release to to do my first EP because it's a little it's a financial risk and everything. Um but I felt like there were people out there who would respond really positively to the music little simple little music things that I would post on Snapchat. Um, and they would ask me about when I might release something. So I thought, you know, it's actually not the craziest thing to try and to put some money into this and and release some music. Um, but I think the most important thing for me, and maybe this is useful. I said this to you recently, Gemma, when we uh. met. Some of you may have like a personal um, Instagram account, for example, and then have like a professional one. My personal advice and take this with a pinch of salt, because whatever works for you works for you. And You know, I certainly am winging it like anybody else. I'm struggling like everybody else. But I do find that for me, half the reason I think my following is supportive is as supportive as they are, because I don't have a massive following online at all, really. I have a a couple of thousand followers or whatever, but they're so supportive. Um, And I think the reason for that is because I don't just have an account where I post only my music. They actually they know that i'm I still work part-time at my day job. And so when i I got to go to New York recently for a, a job that I'm working on, a music creative job that I'm working on, and so they were like really excited about going along on that. And I feel like to some degree, they're invested in my struggle and my what I'm trying to do. Um, and that's only because I share it. Um, so I also totally appreciate people maybe not wanting to share. I'm not suggesting you put your whole life out there, but I just personally think that having, That part of yourself and your journey and your genuine, authentic, everyday life to some degree is really what people cling on to. Yes, I hope that they like my music. I think that they do. They're very supportive of it. But I think half the reason that they are supportive of it is that they are kind of invested in. I hope that doesn't sound in any way cocky. It's not that I'm the greatest person ever, but I just feel like they 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 care that a little bit more because they feel like they actually know me to some extent because I share my real self, you know.
0: Totally, they but they've been on the journey with you. They feel part of it, you sure. know. And I question that as well. I was on my Instagram stories today, and I I find it really cathartic. I really enjoy like jumping on my stories, and I've been in two minds about it. Like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Is too much. I'm oversharing, and and then I I posted today. And I got loads of direct messages because I was talking about, I was actually talking about Botox. And I was talking about whether or not I would get Botox again. And everyone was like, oh my God, that's really interesting that you talk about that or that you shared that. And I was like, sorry, it's not about singing and you know, winning as an artist. And people were like, no, no, we we actually really love hearing about that and getting to know you and we follow you because of you. And um, I forgot about how vloggy that used to be on Snapchat and actually how um, committed I used to be as well to like sharing the whole day, like the cycle of the 12 hours.
1: <laughs> I know, madness. I haven't had Snapchat now for years. I feel like it's cool again now. It's Is uh, it? Yeah, I, all of my younger cousins have it. Oh. Um, but yeah, I haven't had it in years. But yeah, I definitely feel that if if you if you aren't yet sharing a lot of music online, I don't know what stage each of you are at, but I would encourage you to try to start sharing it on your personal page. Or if you're thinking of setting up a pro- professional page, just turn your personal one into the professional one. Perhaps I know there might be some people who don't want to share some of their personal stuff. I get that as well. But I just think imbuing your actual real self into your music life is what will garner support as well as your music garnering that support, if that helps. So that that's my opinion on kind of social media from that end anyway.
0: I know, because I think they want that realness. Yeah. And I actually, you know, when we were talking about the era of like the music video and the mysterious artist and putting yourself on a pedestal i think that that's not really how it works anymore and i love how much it connect you were trying songs out you were posting songs i love watching you having just written a song switching on your camera playing it and singing it to the camera and not being like precious about that and just trying things out and then I imagine, is that
1: kind of like market research for you? If something goes really well, then you're like, maybe I might record this. 100%. There's One song in particular that comes to mind, uh, it's called My Parents' New Car. I wrote it just, I write little social media songs that some most of the time go nowhere, you know, just about my week. I actually haven't done it in a while. I really need to get back on that. Um, mm. But so this was kind of one of those, I had experienced a terrible <laughs> boy situation. Yeah, I wrote about that in a sort of a quirky way. Um, and i just i usually just do kind of a verse chorus for my little social media songs and the response was just like way it's always the way isn't it you post something and you think everyone's going to freaking love this and it'll get like such a low response and then you think oh this is terrible but i'll put it up anyway and for some reason the response is just way bigger than you'd expect i feel like that's so often the way but yeah the response was just so lovely and wonderful and so then i i i included it on my latest ep um and i made it a single and it just did it did super well for my you know my where I currently am
0: isn't that incredible though that that wasn't you know you kind of took it for granted it was just like a little fun idea you weren't taking it too seriously and then you go and find out that that it resonates with the market and I I think that it's like obviously it's there to promote you but it's there to kind of give you feed it's like a feedback system as well it's almost like getting like getting to brainstorm your ideas with your fan base
1: Yeah, absolutely. And also, I mean, you need to like what you're putting out there as well. But sometimes when you're so close to it, it's very hard to know if you like what you've just written. I think that's like the hardest thing as an artist. You write something and then for like one second, you're like, this is actually the best song that anyone's ever written. And then two seconds later, you're like, this can never be heard. (laughs) Because it's the worst thing that's ever existed. Um, And so sometimes it is just very useful to kind of hear it through other people's ears almost and just hear yeah. what they what they think about it. It can also be, you know, like I said, when you have something that you think is amazing that you feel really strongly about and it doesn't really get the response, that can be tough as well. But, you know, post it again on another day and you get a whole host of different people and, you know, so that teaches you things as well. But yeah, it's a really good market research tool in that sense too. And it also allows you to be, like you said, less precious about what you write because... Mm-hmm one of the scariest things, I think, especially with being online, it's one thing to share it with a friend or parents or family. But when you're sharing it online, you're sharing it with people that you may have never met before, people you don't know, and it's just kind of scary when it's something that you have just created. Um, But I really think it allows you to grow as an artist if you can um, share things in in kind of relatively raw stages, because it's hard to do. And the more you do hard things, the better at them you get, I think.
0: I know and do you ever have like have you had any points on this journey where you're like I can't do this anymore like sometimes I do just take breaks where I'm I, I'll put a post up it doesn't go the way I expected it to go things are just uh, in a bit of a dip and I'm like I just need to like break away from this I don't know if I I, I question things. Have you had any of those moments?
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, like I question my life choices (laughs) daily. Um, And I definitely in terms of confidence, like that comes and goes in waves. Mm -hmm. But if. If to be honest, I don't question that I need to do something in the music world, mm-hmm. like even even if I decided one day that, you know, auditioning for musical theater or because I, I try, I'm I trying to do a, a number of things in a sense. Some of you mm-hmm. may be just solely focusing on being a solo recording artist or touring artist or whatever that is. I'm sort of more so aiming for the musical theater world and then I write for the musical theater world, but I also release songs as well but really i kind of release the music to make more of a name for myself in the musical theater world because that's where i'm kind of focused (laughs) and so because i sort of maybe have my finger in a few different pies i definitely know that i will do one of them however successfully um it might mean that i'll always have my part-time day job that i still have because Uh i need to make uh to to make ends meet um but I, I can't see a world where I would ever just give up music because it, cheesy and wanky as it might sound, mm-hmm. like it just is so much a part of me that I just would never be happy if I wasn't doing it to some degree. Yeah. Now, would I will I be doing it professionally? forever who knows but I'll certainly be constantly doing it because it's just so much a part of me um but yeah in terms of confidence and questioning things all the time oh my god all when my friends are organizing holidays and they all have money and I'm like oh those times um Mm -hmm. but but it's so much a part of me that I just love to do it so whatever capacity that would be in I would always be doing something music wise
0: I know and I think sometimes we take for granted that we found something to do in life. That means so much to us. Like lots of people don't have this level of meaning in their lives. And I think I just I take it for granted. And I was we're doing a book club at the moment in PVA on Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic and, you know, about creating and making something totally from nothing and how exciting and amazing a life it is to lead like that's just involving that like that's so special and so I think we we might like just when it becomes your day-to-day you might even take that aspect of it for granted so um that's great that you have that conviction in it and so when okay there's a couple of questions I have in my mind the let me go here first music theater you're putting the feelers out so you're kind of trying to I suppose, position yourself better, get, create more visibility around yourself as a writer. Um, and you're wanting to write for yourself, for other people, you wanna write shows. Um, tell me more about how you're positioning yourself in that way in the music theatre space.
1: So basically I, I I moved over to London from Dublin um, 2011 to do a master's in musical theater performance because that's really where my heart kind of is or at least was Um, and I left very green and naive and thought you know I, I certainly knew it wasn't going to be easy I certainly knew I wasn't going to walk into a West End show but I really was under the illusion mm-hmm. that if I worked hard enough and had talent and, you know, was was dedicated that it would happen at some point. And really just a couple of years after graduating, I realized that it's some people are very fortunate and, and lucky. And when I say lucky, I don't mean that they're not incredibly talented and deserving. I just mean that for whatever reason, things happened for them that maybe didn't happen for me, whatever it was, I wasn't getting the work and the exposure in the kind of West End and touring, you know, UK musical theater scene that I really wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I kind of thought, okay, if I can't be seen eight times a week in a show, I will have to find another way to show people my talent, let people know my name, show them my face like I needed another way to do that. Um, And honestly, that was kind of around the time when I started to Snapchat and I had already, I think, created like my Facebook music page when Facebook was a thing. and I'm not sure if Instagram even was around then, but it was when I was kind of really, um, you know, creating my more professional social media where I would really post my my songs and stuff. Um, So while I had always written, I hadn't really shared my songs in that way until I decided if I want a career in music at all, I, I'm going to have to put myself out there because you know i'm not getting that exposure through casting directors and whatever else so that was kind of the beginning of me just trying to put myself and my own things out there and make my own work in that sense um and then i, I said as i say i kind of built up a following on snapchat and felt maybe there's enough people out there whereby if i were to release my first ep people would listen mm-hmm. um so i did that and people were super super supportive um i've now done that three times with three uh, original eps um and I also in lockdown, I don't know how many of you are musical theater, but I don't know if you know a guy called um uh, David Hunter, who is a West End performer. Mm-hmm. And he I, I wrote like a mini musical with him in lockdown. We hadn't met. We've still only met a handful of times, and we basically wrote a mini, a 15-minute musical. Um, we recorded it via like FaceTime and um zoom and it was all like live recorded and then we got a studio to work on it it was very um cool and different and also for the last couple of years i've been working on my own musical which was optioned the christmas before last if it sounds like i'm just like throwing random things out there that's because literally my life over the last few years has just been like what can i do to show people that i can do this what can i do to show people that i can write how can i get my voice out there more and it was just me trying to like wear as many hats as I could and yeah, just get myself out there. So I have my own musical that's uh, in development. And then I'm working on a a musical uh, in New York that I'm writing music and lyrics for. And then as I say, I have my EPs and I write. And so it's really like needs must it's necessity. Like if I want stuff to be out there and people aren't, throwing money at me and asking me to record albums for them, I'm going to have to do it myself and put it out there. Um, so yeah, that's kind of why I'm doing what I'm doing and why it's haphazard. And you know,
0: yeah, absolutely. Oh, well the, we had Ryan on last week and one of his main messages was build it and they will come. Like he was like, there's, I can't go knocking on these doors. I just actually have to make something. And I trust, that that's going to come to something. And I think that's a yes. really empowering kind of outlook, isn't it?
1: Yes, and all, I completely agree with that. And also you might feel like it's a lot of putting a lot of energy and stuff into things that are going out and it's just going into this void and it's not necessarily, um, you know, you're not necessarily reaping loads of reward for it, but it will come because honestly, all of the work and paid work and opportunities that I've gotten have, have really bizarrely come less so from my agent and my agent is fab, and more so from the stuff that I've posted even this this musical in New York that I'm writing music and lyrics for the only reason I was considered to Mm -hmm. be the composer lyricist is because the book writer of the show was in London um working on Bonnie and Clyde which is a show that he's he's worked on and he happened to see like one of my twitter videos of of me writing a song about feeling sad that week or something and then he came across my other stuff and he looked at my website the only reason he would have known that i existed or checked out my work was because of the little social media songs that i put out there so um i'm a firm believer that if you keep putting out work and you keep kind of knocking on doors in that sense Mm -hmm. um it'll it'll come back to you so
0: Yeah, and you're building such, like you're building the narrative and you're building the, I suppose, the brand of you online. I did a weird thing where I chat GPT'd who is Gemma Sugru Oh, it's Gorge, you should do it, Caroline. And <laughs> because it's all me, it's all my words, but it's ChatGPT telling me. And I'm like, oh my God, she sounds amazing. Wow, what did she do in 2016? That's incredible. Oh, I'd <laughs> but, be afraid mine would be like moans a lot <laughs> on social media. <laughs> but you know, I'm like, well, I've curated that career and that narrative about me over time on the internet since like 2008, 2009. And I, I really do think it's all, you know, it's true. Obviously, it's you, I make sure it sounds very flattering and everything, but it's all the truth. But I do think like every day is an opportunity to be seen, to be heard, to be visible. Um, And there's just there aren't enough good reasons to not do it and I know you can feel resistance towards it and feel like it's quite a vulnerable thing and that you're not ready, but actually talk to us about that feeling of because I think many of the singers that I'm working with are like, well, when my voice is and when my writing is and when my production is and when my camera is, then I'll do it. Do you believe in this idea of like, make it and get better at it as you go?
1: Obviously, I can understand if there's something very precious to you that you're working really hard on, it makes sense to try to get it right or give it the time that it needs. I do understand that. And and in some instances, that's the best way to go. But generally speaking, you just have to get it out there because there will (laughs) always be a reason not to. You will never, I don't, I have never felt ready to share anything Mm -hmm. that I've shared um whether that's a raw song that i've just written or whether that's like a song that has i've done in the studio and i've listened to fourteen thousand times and changed a drum beat a million times and you'll never feel like it's ready you'll all it could always be made better theoretically you could yeah. always make it better if you did not release it yeah. um, but then nobody will hear it so yeah I, it's it's really hard because yeah it, it, it's a it's a vulnerable position to be in but i i I definitely think you need to let yourself know that it, you'll never feel ready necessarily to share anything that you've created. Well, like when is a painting finished? Isn't that a thing that artists say? Painted. Yeah, thing?
0: yeah. I think there's, I think there's a really good quote. Like, um, good art is never complete; it's abandoned.
1: Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
0: that's to- It's totally the case. Yeah, and I, actually, we were trying to instill uh, an attitude of like, there's the Christopher Nolan method where he was. He would, he would say that's good enough, even though they'd have loads of more time for filming, they'd have more space, they'd have more budget, but he, he would always go, no, that's enough. Like I'm always aiming for eight out of 10 mm-hmm. because past that we actually lose the magic. So I do think that there is like, there's something to kind of walking away at the right time as well.
1: That's interesting too. And also just on that point, I feel like very authentic, grungy, non-glossy music is very in right now as well one one amazing example is lizzie McAlpine, who i'm very inspired by i love her music she's very much and that's not to say that her stuff isn't very glossy and you know i'm not i'm not suggesting that glossy is good and that non-glossy is not good i just mean that um the sort of kind of like lo-fi authentic (laughs) sharing like her sharing her her like she wasn't surely wasn't this i i'm trying to think when i started following her i feel like it was in covid i don't think she was she had all of the following that she had or had she even released music i don't know but like it's only over the last years of sharing her real i am a struggling performer putting very non-glossy
0: mm-hmm.
1: non-high quality in terms of finances music out there she was just putting out beautiful work um and yeah, she now is where she is being fantastic.
0: I have like probably two burning questions left. I have, I would love to know, like, what was the most important like turning point for you where you were like, oh, this is for real. Like this is happening. This is serious. This is like next. I've I've kind of entered the next level of my music career.
1: Um, hard to say, honestly, Possibly when my first when the musical that I wrote was optioned by producers um mm-hmm. a year and a half ago was a big moment. Yeah. Um where I definitely thought like I'm certainly on the right track with writing. yeah uh songs. And then definitely even just more recently working with deaf West out in New York, um, I know they're they're more the musical theater things than than the song the music that I release. Um but they were definitely moments where I was like, oh, like things are. And, and the only reason I've done the musical theater writing is really because I put my writing out in the pop way. Yeah. And it's kind of done relatively well, again, just in my kind of sphere. Um, But I also think the coolest thing is when people use this one particular song of mine called Always You that so many people have used for the, like walking down the aisle. Oh, Gemma beyond when people say that they want to use a song like that for their most important day so that's really really lovely or when anyone does a cover of my music um or wants the sheet music for a concert that they're doing or you know a school thing that's really really cool um so yeah those moments I'm definitely like I'm doing something right but honestly even just this is the longest answer ever sorry
0: but even just when I
1: post a simple little cover and someone like says like I posted a little adult lullaby a while ago and I really feel like a lot of people needed to hear the the general vibe was just like oh today was bad I'm not feeling good like it's bad I need to go to bed and hopefully tomorrow will be better um and so many people just just with comments saying like oh my god I really felt this sometimes that's a thing like oh like something I did today like actually just help someone in a small way that even that's really like validating, you know? Totally.
0: You're actually really motivating me to be more myself on my social media. um, Yeah. You're actually really making me want to do that again and go back to where, because I got a lot of fulfillment from that. And I do think that there's some, like, it's that feeling of, oh, I'm adding. Like, I'm actually providing value. I'm actually connecting. I'm actually being useful, helpful, nice here. Um, And I think that there's something really gorgeous as well about the surprises that have come along the way like that's not something you're like I'm going to write a song and everybody's going to need it for their wedding right that's like that's that's my strategy or my strategy is to get like this call from Deaf West and that's going to work right so it's like allowing for the universe the kind of the randomness and to come your way as well and be like really wide open to that right
1: yeah absolutely and writing things that genuinely like that you really feel like, right? I know it sounds so simple. And also I feel like writing in your own voice. I don't just mean that in terms of melody and where the melody sits. For your voice, but just like using your own words. I, For example, I hear, I won't give names, but uh, there are some Irish artists I follow who are sensational and doing amazing and brilliant. And I'm very inspired by them, but they'll like n- sing in American accents, for example, or they'll use terminology that just isn't Irish. And just for this is very much a personal thing, um, <laughs> not a general comment as such. But just for me, it like disconnects me from them as an artist because I just feel like they're not being themselves in some ways though they're putting on a persona purposefully like who's a great example of that um cmat do any of you know cmat she's she's a sensational performer but she very much purposely puts on a persona uh she sings like american country style look her up her name is literally Mm c-m-a-t um and she like looks and dresses really wacky in her videos and that's her thing so i get that but it's, it's very intentional people, right it's very intentional which i totally get <laughs> mm-hmm. um but i just think again just my personal view is when people are very much themselves and they speak in their own daily terms silly mm-hmm. as that might sound rather than using like american slang if you're not american or british slang or whatever it is like I just always find it cooler when someone's singing about like a simple emotion in like a very human way that is just makes sense to them or like a person, I don't know, just the more authentic you can be in your music and online, it's just like amazing to me. I think that's what draws me.
0: So I think that being like almost a check in with yourself, being like, is this absolutely authentic like is this the truth and because i was having a conversation with a student today and she was trying to figure out how do i merge like i'm i'm a writer but i'm also i love movement and i love art and i love writing and i love production and i and like you're all of those things and she's like can all of those things exist on on my artist social media and i'm like yeah you're one person like make it simple and all you have to do is be yourself and tell the truth and like you're good and i th- i think that that might be the answer
1: absolutely couldn't agree more put your normal true self out there obviously with your boundaries etc cetera, etc cetera. I'm not yeah post all day every day about everything you're going through but um yeah be yourself I honestly it sounds so cringy I know I'm like we know it already but sometimes it's useful to just hear it again and say it again to be like I yeah that's know. actually what people gravitate towards
0: and we complicate it we make it way more complicated than it needs to be and we think we need to be something when which it we're already done enough And you're
1: always again this is something else we will all we will all have heard so many times but i say it to myself to remind me because i get so inspired by different artists that i sometimes find that i'm trying to sound like them too much Mm -hmm. and i think like you're never go you're always going to be a second second rate version of them right Mm -hmm. and you're only ever going to be a first rate version of yourself so again cheesy as it sounds like the more authentic you can be like you are going to be the best person who has your personal experience your way of writing your vocal sound you're the only person who has all of those things Brilliant. so the more of that you put into your art like nobody else can compete with that because that's the only you're, you know what I mean absolutely I don't know whether that's really obvious
0: or quite profound. no it's, it's not obvious and I keep forgetting it myself and I keep going I keep forgetting to do the stuff that comes naturally and easy and fluently to me in so many aspects of my life and i'm like i already know i already have the talent i already have the expertise why am i making this an uphill journey why don't i find the downhill versions of this like there's easy ways to do things absolutely
1: absolutely focus on your strengths
0: yeah. Um. Thank you for your time. Thanks for being so candid and for sharing so generously with us today. I'm feeling inspired myself and um, I hope you guys got a lot from today and we're excited to see what happens next. We'll all be watching you closely.
1: I'll be watching all of you. Can you like Gemma, Can you link me if, if yeah are posting
0: things? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're not already following Caroline, definitely go and follow her on Instagram's probably the best, right?
1: Yeah. Oh god, I'm trying with TikTok. I feel like I'm too old, but we'll get there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm embarrassing over there. I'm like an embarrassing auntie in there. Oh. <laughs> um, so we will follow you. I will definitely Yeah, I don't know. I can tag. Maybe I'll do a post and I'll tag people, and you can see the gang.
1: Amazing, amazing. Yeah, Yeah, I'd love to hear people's stuff. And good luck, Bell. Is it Bell or Bella? Bell.
0: Bell. Yeah.
1: Best of luck with your song release tomorrow. It's so cool. I'm really excited for you. It is. So much.
0: (laughs) So cool. She's Bell is an incredibly talented producer. So she's produced that all herself from scratch. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Amazing. I don't know how. I know. Me neither. garage band with its most basic features so i'm in awe of people who can do all of that
0: me too oh well thanks caroline all the best with everything and i can't wait to see what's next
1: thanks so much best of luck to you all i'm excited to hear all of your cool stuff thanks caroline take care Bye. Bye -bye. bye bye